Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so blessed people. Na kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa. We glorify the Lord. Tunamtukuza Bwana. Glory unto the Lord. Utukufu kwa Bwana. We thank the Lord so much that he has visited in this man. Tunamshukuru Bwana sana katika moja na in the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kula Yesu. The last time we had a conversation. Kwa hivyo wakati uliopita tulikuwa na mazungumzo. We had a tremendous conversation. Tulikuwa na mazungumzo makuu kabisa. About the glorious coming of the Messiah. Kuhusu kuja kwa utukufu kwa Masiya. Remember our central conversation and theme is still the same. Kumbuka kwamba mazungumzo yetu ya msingi na mada yetu bado ni moja. The coming of the Messiah. Kuja kwa Masiya. The glorious coming of the King. Kuja kwa utukufu kwa mfalme. And this conversation Na mazungumzo haya has actually come out of Revelation chapter 3. Yametoka kwa hakika kwenye kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 3. When we were looking at the message of the Lord to the church in Laodicea. Wakati tulipokuwa tunaangazia ujumbe wa Bwana kwa kanisa la Laodicea. When the Lord decided to address the apostasy that was in that church wakati ambapo bwana alipoamua kuzungumzia mwanguko wa imani uliokuwa katika kanisa hilo and we saw very clearly na tuliona kwa wazi kabisa that in addressing that apostasy ya kwamba katika kuzungumzia kuhusiana na mwanguko huo wa imani there was a critical message that came out kulikuwaepo na ujumbe nyati kabisa uliojitokeza that this church could do with ambao kanisa hili laweza kuendeleza nalo because we saw similarities kwa sababu tuliona vitu vinavyofanana between the church in Laodicea kati ya kanisa la Laodicea and the present day church na kanisa la sasa hivi the church that valued the things of the world kanisa ambalo linadhamini sana vitu vya ulimwengu more than the salvation they behold zaidi sana kuliko wokovu walionao more than the coming kingdom of glory zaidi sana kuliko ufalme ujao wa utukufu and we see that the present day church find herself exactly at the same place na tunaona ya kwamba kanisa la sasa hivi pia lajipata sawasawa mahali pale and so we saw na hivyo basi tuliona that it would then be very important ya kwamba basi itakuwa ya muhimu kabisa to define the church ili kulitambulisha kanisa the identity of the bride of Christ kitambulisho cha biharusi wa Kristo that will go up into the rapture ambaye ataenda juu katika unyakuzi i have constantly along this message katika mfululizo kabisa katika ujumbe huu have shared on the vision of the lord on the rapture of the church nimeshiriki kuhusiana na maono ya bwana kuhusiana na unyakuzi wa kanisa on what the, what the lord is saying right now kila ambacho bwana anasema sasa hivi regarding the coming of the messiah kuhusu kuja kwa masia And I shared on the vision of the 15th of January. Na nilishiriki kuhusiana na maono ya tarehe 15 January 2017. Mwaka 2017. When the Lord showed me the church leave the ground, leave the earth. Wakati Bwana aliponyonyesha kanisa likitoka kwenye ardhi, likiondoka kwenye dunia. And they went up. Na likaenda juu. Until they entered the huge cloud, the kingdom of glory. Hadi wakaingia katika wingu kubwa kabisa ufalme wa utukufu. And glorious stairs were laid for them heaven lord glorious stairs right at the point of entry nazo ngozi za utukufu zikashushwa kwa ajili yao mbingu ilishusha ngozi za utukufu katika ingilio which is a very powerful reception awaiting you ambaye ni mapokezi ya nguvu kabisa ambaye inaongojea in other words the lord saying welcome my good and faithful servant kwa maneno mengine bwana akisemea kwamba karibu sana mtumishi wangu mwaminifu na wakweli welcome to the kingdom prepared for you before the foundations of the earth karibu sana katika falme uliyoandaliwa kwa ajili yako kabla ya misingi ya dunia and we saw that at this hour is going to be very critical for the church na tuliona kwamba katika saa hii inaenda kuwa nyeti kabisa kwa kanisa to embrace prep 
preparedness. Ili kwamba kukumbatia utayari. And embrace readiness. Na kukumbatia ule utayari. And so we began to look at the identity of the church that will enter the kingdom of glory. Hivyo basi tukaanza kuangazia kile kitambulisho cha kanisa ambalo litaingia katika ufalme wa utukufu. And along the way. Na katika safari hii we saw the church ablaze with the revival of the Holy Spirit. Tuliona kanisa linaloweka moto kabisa na uvuvi wa Roho Mtakatifu. Like the church you see in South Sudan now joining Kenya. Kama vile kanisa ambalo unaona kule Sudan Kusini sasa hivi ukijumuika na Kenya. Like the church you see in Ivory Coast. Kama vile kanisa unaloona Ivory Coast. I'm talking about where the Holy Ghost revivals on the churches lit up. Nazungumza kuhusiana na maana ambapo that have come not fully though but have begun to come on board. Nazungumza kuhusiana na mahali ambapo Roho Mtakatifu wa Mungu yupo uvuvio wa moto ulipo na mataifa mengine ambayo yamejiunga pamoja nasi. Many nations are now on board. Mataifa mengi sasa yamejumuika. But we want that fire to spread and consume the entire nation, your countries. Lakini tunataka ya kwamba moto huo ukapate kuenea kabisa na kuteketeza taifa lote zima, mataifa yote. Hivi basi sasa That is what we were looking at the coming of the Messiah. Hicho ndicho tulikuwa tunaangazia kuja kwa Messiah. The identity of the church the true followers of Jesus. Na kitambulisho cha kanisa wafuasi wa kweli wa Yesu. Because we saw that at this hour there is so much confusion. Kwa sababu tuliona ya kwamba katika saa hii kuna kuchanganyikiwa kwingi kabisa. There is a church that has taken up the countenance of the world has blended her salvation with the world. Kunayo kanisa ambalo limechukua lile umbo la ulimwengu na kuweza kuchanganya ule wakovu wake na sura yake na ulimwengu. So we've seen that. Kwa hivyo tumeona hiyo. And we've seen that the Lord is now beckoning the church to return to the highway of the cross. Na tumeona kwamba sasa Bwana analiita kanisa ili kwamba likapate kurudi katika njia kuu ya msalaba. The highway of the blood of Jesus. Njia kuu ya damu ya Yesu. The gospel of repentance and holiness. Injili ya toba na utakatifu. And that's why it brought us all the way until we were looking at John chapter 12. Na ndio sababu ilituleta hadi kote kote hadi tulikuwa tunaangazia kitabu cha Yohana 12. Can we make some progress tonight? Je, tunaweza kuendelea usiku wa leo? Because we still have quite a bit to cover on John chapter 12. Kwa sababu bado tunao mengi kabisa ya kuangazia kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 12. But I want to begin by sharing the following vision. Lakini ninataka kuanza kwa kushiriki maono yafuatayo. Of 2014. Ya mwaka 2014. And I was standing on the earth in that dream na in nil, that vision nil, Okay let me retreat a little bit I was seated on a chair And I said I want to write an article on the rapture of the church So those who can watch the messages can watch on video And those who like reading can read the article So that we try to do a greater reach out to this generation So with the Bible in my hand And then the Lord slayed me I fell asleep. And then he showed me that I was standing in that vision right away I was in a vision then I was standing on the earth. And in that vision I was looking up into the sky. And as I looked up into the sky it was daytime in that part of the world.
And then you remember I have some little information also. Nakumbuka kwamba ninao ujumbe kadha wa kadha. Quite a lot of detail. Mvipenge vingi kabisa. So it was daytime in that part of the world. Hivyo basi ilikuwa mchana katika sehemu hiyo ya dunia. And as I looked up I saw what looked like the sun because it was so much radiance I could not face it. Na nilipotazama juu niliona kana kwamba kile kinachofanana na jua kwa sababu ilikuwa na mwangaza mwingi kabisa singeweza kuitazama. But it was amazing. Lakini ilikuwa kushangaza kabisa. Because it radiated its rays coming from the center going to the ends of the horizons of the earth. Kwa the ends of the horizon of the earth. Kwa sababu iliangaza miale yake ikielekea katika misho ya ulimwengu, misho the extent that where I was standing when I looked up, the rays formed a pattern kiasi kwamba kutoka mahali ambapo nilikuwa nimesimama na kuangalia juu ile miale ya mwangaza iliweza kutengeneza mundo fulani from the central place of what looked like the sun ikija kutoka mahali pa katikati ilikuwa kile kilichoonekana kama jua and going to all the horizon the ends of the earth like that like that like that all around na kwenda hadi katika misho yote ya ulimwengu namna hii namna hii kote kote kuzunguka and so from where i was standing looking up it looked more like a dome the pattern of the rays hivyo basi kutoka mahali ambapo nilikuwa nimesimama na nikiangalia juu ilionekana kama ule mduara ule mtindo wa ile miale ya mwangaza and so as i looked at that tremendous pattern hivyo basi nilipotazama muundo huu ajabu kabisa then all of a sudden the voice of the lord spoke from heaven halafu ghafla binvu sauti ya bwana ikazungumza toka mbinguni and he said na akasema look the lord is coming Tazama Bwana anakuja but the church like out there the church out there is not ready Lakini kanisa kule nje haliko tayari That's when immediately Hapo ndipo punde I looked when I looked towards my left Nilipotazama kuelekea upande wangu wa kushoto Then I saw what looks like lightning pia pia Nikaona pia in the sky Nikaona kile kilichofanana kana kwamba umeme wa radi pia pia katika anga And I say it is as though you are standing at one shore of the sea and it's going to storm there's a rain coming in the sea on the other side and then you see lightning on the sky like that na nilisemea kwamba nikana kwamba umesimama katika ufo mmoja wa bahari alafu ule upande mwingine nikana kwamba kunaenda kunyesha alafu unaona ule ule miale umeme wa radi pia pia katika anga and so that is how it looked like hivyo basi hivyo ndivyo ilivyofanana but when it just did pia pia like lightning lakini ilipofanya tu pia pia kama umeme wa radi Then all of a sudden. Halafu ghafla binvu. The rapture had happened. So fast. Kwa haraka kabisa. And then the Lord I found myself on the soil. Halafu nikajipata kwenye udongo. He made me feel what the church that will not enter will feel. Alinisababisha nihisi kile ambacho kanisa ambalo halitaingia watahisi. That I may come to you. Ili kwamba nipate kuja kwenu. And explain it to you. Na kuwaelezea. And so and then I was rolling in the dust of the soil. Na kwa hivyo nilikuwa ninabingirika kabisa na kubingirika katika mavumbi ya udongo and crushing my teeth. Na kusaga kabisa meno yangu. So when I woke up. Kwa hivyo nilipoamka from that tremendous and then I was groaning. I was also groaning down there. Pia nilikuwa ninalia kwa uchungu kabisa hapo chini. So when I woke up I first went to check the mirror. I thought I'd crush my teeth for, for real. Kwa hivyo nilipoamka kwanza kabisa nilianza nilienda kuangalia meno yangu kwenye kioo nilifikiria kwamba nilikuwa nimeisiaga kwa kweli. And so when I checked and found they were okay and then I understood that the Lord had spoken in such a mighty way to this generation. Hivyo basi nilipotazama nikapata kwamba niko sawa nikaelewa ya kwamba Bwana amezungumza katika njia kuu kabisa kwa hiki kizazi. And showing me the church that will 
fail to enter. Shall we meet the church that will remain on the earth? That is such a tremendous event. And that's why it's very important that we can share this now before it happens. And recently when the coronavirus set on, it came, my, my prophet, the words of my tongue happened then the Lord immediately after the coronavirus began the Lord showed me the rapture of the church take place because in the first few sermons when the coronavirus came and people were asking what does this mean I remember. I began to enlighten the nations of the earth. That the reason the Lord gave me the prophecy of the coronavirus December 1, 2015. And the reason is fulfilled. Is that the Lord is speaking in such a mighty way with this generation. And he's saying prepare the Messiah is coming. And he's saying the tribulation is at the door. And I say that is the message of the coronavirus to this generation. That the rapture is about to happen. The Messiah is coming. That is when now the Lord shows me the rapture of the church. And I shared it with you globally. When the coronavirus is on. And I say the Lord is using the coronavirus to deter you from sliding into the tribulation. That you may know is unbearable I have seen the dispensation of the tribulation. It's absolutely unbearable. And so it's going to be wise to see these signs that the Lord has used these two prophets to lay before the generation and then prepare for the kingdom of glory. And so then, at that time when the corona just began, the Lord now shows me the rapture has happened and it takes me to this building. People are running out of the offices. Just make sure your doctrinary clean. Yes. So he shows me when the rapture, how the rapture will take place. But he shows it to me now during all this. And then, I see people running from their offices. So actually, the day of rapture, there will be a lot of running globally. People will be running up and down everybody. People will be running 
everywhere running from the houses going downstairs watu watakuwa natoroka talk to neighbors have you known what has happened have you seen this watu watakuwa nakimbia na kutoroka kabisa kutoka katika manyumba zao na kwenda chini na kuambiwa majirani jao je mmeona kile ambacho kimetendeka mmeojua hii so uh, people will be coming out of their houses running out watu watakuwa natoroka kutoka katika nyumba zao wakienda nje and a lot of people driving vehicles trying to reach wherever na pia bwana watu wengi wakijaribu kabisa kabisa kuendesha magari yao kwenda kila mahali and so kwa hivyo i see these people running from their offices downstairs they don't use the elevator but they use the stairs running down naona watu naona watu hawa ambao wanakimbia kabisa kutoka katika maofisi zao hawatumii zile elevator zile lifti lakini wanatumia ngazi wakienda chini and so that In that part of the world it was daytime people were in offices. Hivyo basi katika sehemu hiyo ya dunia ilikuwa wakati wa mchana watu walikuwa katika maofisi. That is the second time the Lord has shown me the rapture happening on that part of the world which I cannot share with you now while it's daytime. Na hiyo ni mara ya pili Bwana akinionyesha sasa unyakuzi ukitendeka wakati ambapo upande huo wa dunia ni mchana ambaye siwezi kuambia. And so Kwa hivyo I even see people dressed I see this lady in a jeans skirt with other people running from offices they are all running and meeting other people out there is full people are full in the streets everybody comes out in the streets and say Jesus has come Jesus has come Jesus can you imagine Jesus has come so and so has gone so and so has left his clothes his watch and shoes Jesus has come it is such a moment of confusion Ninaona hata huyu mwanadada ambaye ana skati ya jeans ambaye anatoroka kabisa na watu wengine wakitoroka kutoka katika maofisi zao na kwenda katika mahali pa uma pa hadhara na watu walikuwa nasemea kwamba Yesu amekuja Yesu amekuja Yesu amekuja kulikuwa na kuchanganyikiwa kwingi kabisa People will they will run out into the streets Watu watatoroka na kwenda katika mabarabara They will run out into the streets Watatoroka na kwenda kwenye mabarabara and they will be in total shock at what has happened to the earth na kutakuwepo na mshtuko mkubwa kabisa kwa kile ambacho kitakuwa kimetukia kwa dunia but those people that i saw lakini hao watu ambao niliona those are now the ones that have remained hao ni wale ambao sasa watakuwa wamebaki that have not been able to make it into the rapture of the church ambao hawatafaulu kuingia katika unyakuzi wa kanisa and that's why tonight i shared this vision on those that will remain atrapture. So I want us to anchor this message on that. I've also shared how they are taken up and they enter the kingdom of glory. But I want us to focus. At this hour. On those that remain kwa wale ambao walibaki. And so the Lord commands righteousness. Kwa hivyo basi Bwana anadai uhaki. He has commanded the church. Amedai ameamrisha kanisa to walk in righteousness. Ili kwamba litembea katika uhaki. The Lord brought Christ Jesus the Messiah. Bwana alimleta Kristo Yesu Masiya. As we are going to see shortly. Kama vile tunaenda kuona kwa muda usio kwa mrefu to die on the cross the most humiliating death that you may get an opportunity to recapture the righteousness that was lost in the garden and that's why when now the messiah comes 
wakati sasa masia anakuwa anapokuja and delivers the salvation of righteousness na kupeana uhaki uokovu wa uhaki then now the lord commands the followers of christ the church of christ to walk in righteousness hivyo basi bwana anaamrisha wale wafuasi wa kristo waumini wa kristo ili kutembea katika uhaki so that really becomes supposedly supposed to be the hallmark of the church hivyo basi hiyo yapaswa kuwa kitambulisho kuu kabisa cha kanisa so can we go step by step as we begin to develop this conversation tonight hivyo basi je tunaweza kwenda hatua kwa hatua tunapoanza kujenga mazungumzo haya usiku wa leo So the Lord commands Hivyo basi Bwana anaamrisha righteousness in the life of the church. Uhaki katika maisha ya kanisa. The Lord does command Bwana anaamrisha righteousness in the life of the Christian believers. Uhaki katika maisha ya Kristo waumini. Turn with me to Matthew 25 right away. Geuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 25 moja kwa moja. Matthew 25. Matayo 25. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. Matthew chapter 25. Matayo sura ya 25. I'm reading verse 46. Ninasoma mstari wa 4 hadi 6. Again verse 46. Ninasoma mstari wa 46. Matthew 25. Matayo 25. And he says. Na anasema You can start 44 if you want. Unaweza kuanzia 44 kama unataka. They also will answer. Ndipo hao pia watajibu. Lord, when did we see you hungry? Bwana, ni lini tulikuona ukiwa na njaa? Or thirsty? Au ukiwa na kiu? Or a stranger? Au ukiwa mgeni? Or needing clothes? Au ukihitaji mavazi? Or sick? Au ukiwa mgonjwa? Or in prison? Ama ukiwa kifungoni? And did not help you. Na hatukuhudumia. Hatuku Verse 45. Anasema, He will reply. Atawajibu, I tell you the truth. Amin, amin Whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. Kwa jinsi ambavyo hamkumtendea mmoja wapo wa hawa ndugu zangu walio wadogo, hamkunitendea mimi. Then they will go away to eternal punishment. Ndipo hao watakapoingia kwenye adhabu ya milele. But the righteous to eternal life. Lakini wenye haki wataingia katika uzima wa milele. So the Lord commands righteousness in the life of the church. Kwa hivyo Bwana anaamrisha uhaki katika maisha ya kanisa. That the church that will enter the rapture of the lord ya kwamba kanisa the rapture of the church ya kwamba kanisa ambalo litaingia katika unyakuzi wa bwana unyakuzi wakati bwana atakapokuja to rapture them ili kwamba kuwanyakua that church will be a righteous church he says hilo kanisa litakuwa kanisa la uhaki asema and so righteousness should have been the standard of christianity in this generation hivyo basi uhaki wapaswa kuwa kiwango cha ukristo katika kizazi hiki and revelation chapter 19 na kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 19 it says the following verse verses 7 and 8 anasema yafuatayo kwenye mstari wa 7 na 8 the book of revelation chapter 19 kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 19 7 and 8 it says mstari wa 7 na 8 anasema you can begin from 6 if you wish it says then i heard what sounded like a great multitude like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting hallelujah 
for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Tufurahi, tushangilie na kumpa utukufu kwa maana harusi ya mwana kondoo imewadia na biarusi wake amejiweka tayari. Verse 8. Mstari wa 8. Finest linen bright and clean was given her to wear. Fine linen, finest linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Akapewa kitani safi nyeupe inayongaa ili avae. Hiyo kitani safi inawakilisha matendo ya haki ya watu watakatifu wa Mungu. And again there at the point of entry. Halafu tena pale katika wakati wa kuingia. Into the wedding feast of the lamb. Katika karamu ya harusi ya mwana kondoo. When the time has arrived for the church to enter into the wedding supper of the lamb. Wakati unapowadia kwa ajili ya kanisa kuingia katika karamu ya harusi ya mwana kondoo. Then you see at the entrance they are inspecting righteousness. Hapo basi unaona kwamba katika ingilio wanaangalia uhaki. They are checking righteousness. Wanaangalia uhaki. They are admitting only the righteous church. Wanaingiza tu kanisa la uhaki. The Lord commands that the church walk in righteousness. Bwana anaamrisha kwamba kanisa lipate kutembea katika uhaki. The book of Matthew. Kitabu cha Mathayo. Matthew chapter 13. Mathayo sura ya 13. Matthew 13 verse 43. Matthew 13 43. He says the following. Matthew 13:43 says, "Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father." Anasema ndipo wenye haki watangaa kama jua katika ufalme wa baba yao. He was ears, let him hear. Yeye aliye na masikio na asikie. Then the righteous ndipo wenye haki will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father he was ears let him hear again the lord placing a premium on righteousness the lord yahweh raising righteousness for the church commanding the church to walk in righteousness that those that will enter the kingdom of glory they will be only right only the righteous church will enter where righteousness is right standing with god is the holiness of god in the life of the believer and it says in the book of first john turn with me blessed people as we begin tonight in this introduction the book of first john kitabu cha yohana wa kwanza First John chapter 2. Yohana wa kwanza sura ya pili. Once you are there, head straight to verse 29. Mara tu umefika pale, elekea moja kwa moja kwenye mstari wa 29. First John chapter 2 verse 29. Yohana wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 29. It says if you know that he is righteous. Anasemea kwamba kama mkijua kuwa yeye ni mwenye haki. You know that everyone who does what is righteous has been born of him. Mwajua kwamba kila atendaye haki amezaliwa na yeye. Again. Tena. The Lord using righteousness to identify his children, Bwana, his followers, 
his church. Bwana akiutumia uhaki ili kutambulisha watoto wake, wafuasi wake kanisa lake. If you know that he the Lord is righteous. Kama mkijoe kuwa yeye Bwana ni mwenye haki. You know that everyone who does what is righteous has been born of God. Majua, has been born of him. Mwajua kwamba kila mtu atendaye haki amezaliwa na Mungu, amezaliwa na yeye. Very powerful. Ya nguvu kabisa. The Lord exalting righteousness in the life of the church. Bwana akikweza kabisa uhaki katika maisha ya kanisa. And at what time? Na je, kwa wakati upi? Is the Lord exalting righteousness before this generation? Ambapo Bwana anakweza uhaki mbele ya hiki kizazi. At the time. Kwa wakati when righteousness is the most lacking thing in the life of the church. Ambapo uhaki ndio kitu ambacho inakosekana kabisa kabisa katika maisha ya kanisa. What the present day church has lacked. Kile ambacho kanisa la sasa hivi wamekosa kabisa. It's called righteousness. Inaitwa uhaki. It is righteousness that is most lacking in the life of the Christian believers. Ni uhaki ambao unakosekana kabisa kabisa katika maisha ya Kristo waumini. And so what a time at which to make a clarion call that this is the hour of righteousness in the church. Hivyo basi jeni wakati wa namna gani ili kwamba kufanya mwito wa uamsho ya kwamba huu ndio wasawa uhaki kanisani. What an hour at which the Lord should send me. Ni saa namna gani ambapo Bwana ananituma? And send us to announce to you that this is the hour of righteousness in the life of the Christian believer. Na anatutuma ili kwamba tuwatangazie ya kwamba hii ndio saa ya uhaki katika maisha ya Kristo waumini. In other words the hour for holiness in the life of the church in the life of the pastors in the life of the sheep of Christ in the life of the believers Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 15 this is what he says again when you get to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 Deuteronomy chapter 30 I'm reading verse 15 The Lord exalting righteousness in the life of the Christian believer Those who say they are born again those who say they are Christ followers the lord now using righteousness to identify his true church his true followers see i set before you today life and prosperity death and destruction mauti na maangamizo i command you today to love the lord your god ninakuamuru leo kwamba umpende bwana mungu wako to walk in his ways utembee katika njia zake and to keep his commands na kutunza maagizo yake decrees and laws amri na sheria zake then you will live ndipo utakapoishi and increase na kuongezeka and the lord your god will bless you naye bwana mungu wako atakubariki in the land you are entering to possess katika nchi unayoingia kuimiliki but if you if you are hard Turns away. Lakini kama moyo wako ukigeukia mbali and you are not obedient to the Lord your God. Na ukawa huna utii kwa Mungu bwana wako. If you are drawn away 
to bow down to other gods and worship them i declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed you will not live long in the land you are crossing the jordan to enter and possess this day i call on heaven and earth as witnesses against you leo ninazita mbingu na nchi kama mashahidi dhidi yako that i've set before you life and death blessings and curses now choose life that is what the lord is doing here to the church right now with the church he's placing before you the choice of eternity or peace in the kingdom of glory the rapture is near the kingdom of heaven is near and is placing before you the choice of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of hell to go into the lake of fire is placing before you the rapture of the church and eternal celebration of peace with God in heaven and on this other side the great the tribulation the great tribulation tremendous suffering and eternity in hell he's placing before you righteousness and wickedness and say please please choose life choose righteousness turn away from wickedness choose righteousness only do not choose the wickedness choose righteousness choose life he's saying it's so clear the distinction crying to this generation that you may choose righteousness and not wickedness but when you look at the church right now she has chosen wickedness when you look at the life of the christian believer right now she has chosen wickedness he said i placed before you the choice of righteousness and wickedness the choice of life and death the choice of blessings and curse please choose life choose blessings choose the kingdom of glory Did you understand? What is at stake right now? What is really really critical right now? Anasema that the hour to return to righteousness in the church is now. That the Christian believer. The announcement is being made. You have to be sensitive to the, to the announcement. And return to righteousness. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he goes on to say. Kusema, Matthew chapter 6. Righteousness in the church. Uh, God commanding righteousness in the church. Uh, God demanding righteousness in the life of the church. God commanding this generation of Christians to now focus on righteousness as the foundation of their Christian salvation. Matthew chapter 6 verses 31-33 says the following. Matthew chapter 6 turn with me there. I give you time. 31, 33. So do not worry saying what shall I eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. And so he's saying here, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then everything shall be given unto you. But the church in this age, this present day church of this generation has sought the things of the world first. They got it wrong. They have sought the things of the world first. What a tremendous tragedy. God's protocol, God's order requires that you seek the kingdom of God first and righteousness. You seek the greater first. Eternity first. And once you have secured your eternity, he says God will fend for you. But the church in this age, they have rushed for the things of the world as though they have no faith. They really have no faith that God can provide. As though if they don't corrupt it, they will go hungry. Hebrews chapter 1 verses 8 and 9. He says, but about the son he says, you are thrown, O God, will last forever and ever. And righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. 
You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, you are God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. The other version said the oil of gladness. This is what he says about the kingdom of glory where the church is headed to. And he says the kingdom of righteousness establishing righteousness and righteousness he says is the standard of that kingdom and the king of that kingdom that kingdom's king that kingdom's king he loves righteousness and he has hated wickedness therefore if you are the subjects of that kingdom if you are the subjects of that kingdom then you know what that kingdom's king wants he loves righteousness and hates the wickedness you see in the church today therefore repent church of Christ repent pastors in Nigeria repent pastors in Kenya repent pastors in Malawi in Uganda repent pastors in USA pastors in South Africa pastors in Kakamega Nairobi repent pastors in Sweden in South Korea Pastors in New Zealand repent and lead the ship back to the Lord. Because he says that kingdom's king he loves righteousness and hates wickedness. And so this is a clarion call to the present day church of Christ. But please return. Return to holiness and righteousness. Otherwise, you cannot enter this kingdom because this kingdom's king you are thrown oh God will last forever and ever and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom hallelujah the standard of your rulership it will be the, 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 the mode of ruling the honor of your reign righteousness so let the church that intends to enter this kingdom return to righteousness and he says Matthew chapter 5 in our introduction tonight Matthew chapter 5 blessed people in our introduction tonight Matthew 5 verse 6. And he says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they will be filled. Meaning the Lord pays attention to the righteous. And he will now respond to them. And he will quench their thirst 
for righteousness. In other words, those that are hungering for the kingdom of God. Those that are thirsting for the kingdom of God. I am hungry for the kingdom of God. I am hungry for God. He says you fill them with righteousness that they may go see their God. The book of Proverbs. Turn with me there, blessed people. On this beautiful Wednesday. As we begin a very mighty service tonight. With this introduction. On God commanding the church to return to righteousness. On God commanding this generation to return to righteousness. On God Almighty demanding righteousness from the life of the Christian believer. God demanding righteousness from the church that wants to enter eternity in heaven. The book of Proverbs 21 verse 3. He says to do what is righteous and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. To do righteousness is more acceptable to Yahweh your God, the God of Israel, than sacrifice. So you can see the prioritization of the Lord. How the Lord has prioritized himself. And the same Proverbs chapter 12 right there. Verse 28 he says In the way of the righteousness Again in the way of righteousness In, in the way of righteousness There is life Along the path That path is immortality In the way of righteousness There is life Life eternal. Along that path is immortality. There is no death there. The Lord demanding righteousness in the church. The Lord calling upon the present day church to begin centering her lifestyle around holiness and righteousness. The same Proverbs chapter 11 verse 19 he says the following. The truly righteous man attains life. But he who pushes, who pursues evil, but he who pursues evil goes to his death. The truly righteous man achieves life, attains life, earns life. But he who pursues evil goes right straight into his death. The Lord demanding righteousness from the present day posted church. The Lord raising the question that have you ever known why the church is fallen? 
How come you have not known that is the lack of righteousness that has dropped the church, has caused the church to fall. Lack of holiness in the church. Lack of righteousness in the church. When you end up with a fallen church you see today all over the world. And he's saying the pastors have to now change their sermon. And start preaching right Righteousness as the central theme. Holiness and righteousness. The book of Isaiah, which is just next door. Turn with me to Isaiah 48. Verses 17 and 18. Isaiah 48, 17, 18. He says, This is what the Lord says. You are Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God. Who teaches you what is best for you. Who directs you in the way you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands. Your peace would have been like a river. And your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Waves of the sea. Being refreshed all the time. Increasing all the time. Coming all the time, fresh all the time, refreshing all the time, fresh all the time, coming again, new again, the waves are constantly flowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord, the God you worship. Demanding that your righteousness flow like the waves of the sea. In other words, that righteousness may be your mainstay. The mainstay of your, of your Christianity. At the center of your Christian walk. And so after this short break we're coming back in five to seven minutes. And then we enter the body of this message now. Jesus loves you. And we are trending number one globally. Trending in many other nations. Jesus loves you. Thank you.